0: Alright, here we go. What's up everybody? Welcome to America or no, it's not the name of the podcast anymore. Panic Attack with Big John. Hoping I get this cigar lit correctly so it burns correctly. it goes so how's everyone doing Hmm. ready for rock and roll on panic attack with Big John I was watching a show the other day Found on demand uh, on whatever the hell it's called, Comcast or Xfinity or something, and it was called the uh, the Prophet of Evil. It's about a Mormon fundamentalist prophet. I wanted to call him a pastor, but he really he's not. It, I guess in this. Subcult of the overall Mormon cult. This guy is a prophet. Warren Jeffs. That's going to become confusing. But his first name is Warren, his last name is Jeffs. J E F F S. And this guy had upwards of 65 wives, possibly. He molested many, many children including his own offspring. The reason I am reporting on this and talking about this is I want this to sink into your heads. I want this to sink into my head. that This is the kind of stuff, not the 65 wives... But the relationships, sexual relationships between adults and children that people are trying to normalize and legalize, they're trying to normalize it right now as we speak so they can legalize it 10 years or so from now. Uh, There's... A, a great organization called Gays Against Groomers they're an upstart their leader is a, a lady named Jamie Michelle who's only in her 30's and if you want to look her up she spells it J-A-I-M-E-E and she spells Michelle M I. C-H-E-L-L. At least that's one of the ways I've seen it spelled. Uh, She was on the Blair White Project uh, a few weeks ago, so you can find her there, and I've seen her do a few other interviews. Uh, But her her thing is, the pride movement has been hijacked by the latter half, lesbian, gay, by the... QTIA portion has kind of taken over and sexualized the pride movement in general to where now it's something that she feels is not appropriate for anyone but adults and you know I remember the gay pride parades I remember hearing about it when I was a kid Probably the 90s, and they happened before that, but it used to just be gay people marching down the street, holding hands with signs, and they wanted acceptance, and they wanted equal rights under the law. Her argument and the argument of uh, gays against groomers is that The movement is now sexualized. You go to these pride events, pride parades. You see people walking down the street naked. I, as a heterosexual man, could not walk in any parade in the nude. And she's said, you know, straight people can't walk down the street naked. Why can these adults in a Bugs Bunny mask walk down the street gyrating naked, other than the Bugs Bunny mask, and you have parents there holding their children, like, look at this, look at this, and the kids are trying to look away. Because parents have become so woke, some parents, obviously I can't speak to all, some parents have become so woke and so weak and want to be accepted and say, oh look, we're liberal and open-minded, we're going to force our kid to watch this shit. That's what it is, is—a shit. We see parents, and they should be arrested for child abuse, frankly, at drag queen strip shows having their kids hand dollar bills to drag queens who are dancing erotically and at times stripping and showing their fake, literally fake breasts to minors while their parents sit there and ag this on. So that's what they're trying to normalize adult relationships with children And they're trying to, going to eventually try to legalize it, okay? So that's kind of something that, where this sicko, Warren Jeffs, led this whole cult where adult men in their 30s were forcibly married to minors, where he himself molested children in the name of being a prophet of God, which this is all under the banner of the wackadoo Mormon religion anyway. But this is an extreme group under the banner of Mormon. All right, I just want to make that clear. I'm sure there are Mormons that are decent people. Mitt Romney is neither decent person nor pedophile nor polygamist, but he's not a decent person either. So this asshole Warren Jeffs, he grew up in a compound with high walls. His father also had multiple wives. Warren uh, had multiple half-brothers and half-sisters. Eventually, all of his dad's wives moved into the compound. Warren molested one of his half-sisters when he was in his teens and she was much younger. So this guy started early. Okay, people close to Warren Jeffs thought that he was also sexually abused, probably. A lot of the time, somebody that abuses children sexually, they were also abused as a child. Uh, uh, Before I get too deep into this, we're ten minutes in, so, but I might as well remind you: like, share, comment, subscribe, and follow me on Getter and Twitter at thereal_underscore_bigjohn. So, okay, back to this sick puppy. Warren, okay, it's estimated he had 78 wives. Pardon me. I misspoke and said 65. His 65th wife was in the interview. That's why I I messed that up. So Warren, he started reading old Mormon writings beyond the Mormon, uh, the Book of Mormon, which is not a legitimate Bible by any stretch. But he started reading other writings by uh, the Mormon leader, the originator of the cult, uh, Joseph Smith. And he tried using these writings in the Mormon Bible to justify his abuse of children and women and multiple wives, and so on and so forth. <clears throat> Mormon fundamentalists, going back to Joseph Smith, thought that the more wives you had, the higher up you go in heaven. So the more wives you have here on earth, and there's like a a ranking system evidently, and I forget what it was, it's not that important, but once you get past like seven wives, then you get to go to the highest level of heaven. I I don't know where these people get this shit. I mean, it's kind of like the 72 virgins in the Muslim religion. I'm not even going to go there, but... So, there's this group called the FLDS. And it stands for Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. But they shortened it to FLDS. As polygamy became outlawed, they broke off and started their subcult in a little canyon in an isolated valley between Utah and Arizona. When, in the 1950s, This cult was raided. A man named Rulon Jeffs, who is Warren Jeff's father, was 15 years old. The name of their hideout was Short Creek, and it was raided in 1953 by the Utah and Arizona police together. The media, Life Magazine, turned this into a public relations nightmare. They, they published photographs of children being separated from parents and things like that, families being torn apart by the police. Now, mind you, these are all a, a extreme organization, FLDS, that said you can have multiple wives you can have wives that are as young as 12 years old and that's okay because the prophet said so so after the public relations nightmare Utah left the FLDS alone for the most part at 17 or 18 after he graduated from high school himself Warren Jeffs became the principal of Alta Academy, which is the FLDS's official school. He had extreme dress codes. No one was allowed to wear the color red. He had something against the color red. But he used incredible power and grooming. He used his power over these kids to start grooming them, okay? Inter- they're interviewing wife number 65 and she's breaking all this down about the uh, the academy and the dress codes and the grooming and how he used his authority to groom kids. And I'm just sitting there thinking, what the fuck? Uh, this guy's a fucking animal. His third child and his 12th child talk about how he molested them. His uh, third child, he started when he was 8 years old, touched and molested his daughter, uh, which is child number 3. Then he taught his son, who was child number 12, not to masturbate, that masturbation was bad in God's eyes. And according to the Prophet. And he did this by showing his son how to masturbate and then touching the son's privates. And this is the kind of relations, these are the kind of animals that some people, super liberals, super woke, people that are beyond the the spectrum of the pride community, people that are using that community as a tag along to further their cause of having sex with minors. Mo- the vast majority of the people in the gay community and the pride community are against this shit. It's a small sub-fragment that wants you to except words like Minor Attracted Persons or MAPS, okay? So, child number three, the daughter, thought that he didn't want to be a monster, but Warren couldn't help himself. And this makes sense. A lot of people that are abused especially by a parent or a close relative. I shouldn't say a lot, but uh, I just noted here she's making excuses for the abuser. But we as a society are being groomed to make excuses and accept excuses for pedophiles. The things she's saying, like, he didn't want to do this, He didn't want to be a monster, but he couldn't help himself. Those are the excuses that we're being told to accept. And we're being told, well, there's a difference between a minor attracted person and a pedophile. The only difference I see is a minor attracted person is just a pedophile in the waiting so, Rulon Jeffs took power as the prophet of the FLDS when the previous prophet died. There's a story of a 14 year old girl. He called her into his office. She was taken to a Nevada hotel and married to her stepbrother. She said that the reason she went along with this when she was 14 and forced to marry her stepbrother is because she didn't want to disappoint the prophet. Rule on Jeff's, warn Jeff's father. This is a thing with these people that... that abuse. They put you in a position either of fear or some position where you as the victim do not want to let them down. So rule on Jeffs who warned Jeffs his son was looking to knew how to project power and affection and love onto people to manipulate them into not wanting to disappoint him, okay? This is, we're being groomed as a society this way. This is how groomers get their victims, alright? Warren Jeffs learned from his father, Rulon. I already said that like a dozen times. Rulon Jeffs had this slogan, Keep Sweet. That was Rulon Jeffs motto. He even wrote it on the bottoms of his shoes. When he would have his victims and followers and family around, He would prop his feet up on an ottoman, on a footstool, whatever you want to call it, so they could see on the bottoms of his shoes the words, Keep Sweet. That's freaking psychotic, cultish shit. So one of the young ladies who was uh, a child bride and a victim of molestation and all that, she said that this meant... Always keep a smile in public. So if you're out there in the public with the non-cult FLDS people, the non-fundamentalist, what did it stand for? When you're around non-fundamentalist Church of Christ of Latter-day Saints people, keep it sweet. Keep a smile on. Don't tell the secret. Rulon dies in 2002 in Short Creek after multiple strokes. This is where Warren claims his father spoke to him from the beyond and told him what to do. His brothers said that Rulon told them from beyond the grave that Warren was the next prophet. At that point, Rulin took 20 of his father's wives as his own wives. He just said, Oh, you were my dad's wives? I always found you kind of hot, stepmoms. You're mine now. What kind of sicko does that? All right, I just wrote the F word, and this kind of reminds me of a Baptist preacher I know as far as the power that he wants and wanted over people the power that Warren Jeffs and these people project over other people Uh, I was attending this church better walk what I say but I don't have to fuck them If you were going to stand up on the platform, like be in the choir, which they didn't have enough members at their church to have a choir, but someday, somehow, if you were going to be in the church choir, you had to wear a suit and tie. His wife and his daughter had to wear denim dresses down to the ankle all the women that were regular attendees of the church had to wear ankle-length dresses. Okay? And if you were sitting in the audience, it was okay to not have on a suit and tie. But if you were ever going to step up onto the stage, you were going to have to put on a suit and tie because that was God's will through some that's not in the Bible. Anyways, that was speaking of my Baptist preacher friend. Um, Back to Warren Jeffs. He used these scare tactics, right? What was a big scare like towards the end of the 20th century? Y2K? Uh, Well, anyways, Warren Jeffs used the end times to gain power over people. He preached about the end of time. The end of time is coming. So you better do what the prophet Warren Jeffs says. So back to daughter, which his daughter, which is child number three. She keeps making excuses. Uh, she said that he didn't want power. When people gave it to him, he liked it and started to want it more. Remember, this is a girl that was sexually abused by him, or woman now, and she is saying he didn't really want the power of the prophet, even though everyone around him said that he lied about his his dad speaking to him from beyond the grave. And I guess if you're a true believer in this stuff, it, it's, it wasn't a lie, but... Uh, He's saying that, you know, my dad spoke to me from the other side, wherever that is, hell, in my opinion, but in these people's opinion, Rulon Jeffs was in heaven, and he relayed this message to Warren, and Warren relayed the message to the people, I'm the new prophet, Warren Jeffs. But his daughter thought he really didn't want that power, so she's making excuses for her abuser, As far as tithing goes, it's very spelled out in the real Bible. Your tithe is 10%. But Warren Jeffs and his family, which was, again, close to 78 wives and who knows how many offspring, they lived off of the tithes of the church. They never worked. They lived off the tithes. And he started demanding higher tithes, more than ten percent, because he couldn't live off of that. It got up to, you know, well, you have to give a hundred dollars no matter what, and then a hundred turned into a thousand, and so on and so forth. <clears throat> in their little cult town that they established in this uh, this valley of uh, short Creek he had all the police and the marshals in his cult so if you are an outsider like a journalist or a real law enforcement officer because if you're if you're a cop and you're you know pedophilia is going on and things uh, polygamy and all this cult nonsense and you're working with the cult you're not a real police officer in my opinion. But he had these cops watching out for other authorities who would try to come in and maybe try to uh, get information to do a raid. They would watch out for uh, any outsider because they were all inbred and they all knew each other. You could tell by their teeth that they were inbred. (laughs) Sorry. He he had the marshals and the police on his side, so nobody from the outside could go in there and interview or talk to people in the cult and things like that. He would have these dreams. He said he had prophecies and revelations about prominent men in the community and that they were out to get him. He would bring them into his office with his top followers his top officials in the cult and say, I had a dream that you are going to try to overthrow me as the prophet and you are not excommunicated and you can't speak to your wives and your children ever again. They're property of the cult, or as he would say, property of the FLDS. And I just noted here, cult, cult, cult. This is all cult activity. Eliminate anyone who you perceive as a threat to you and your power. That's what cult leaders do. And that's what this, these movements, like the, the maps, the, the pedophilia movement, The uh, used to be North American Man-Boy Love Association. They want to eliminate people in society. They got gays against groomers banned from a couple social media platforms already. And that group's barely getting off the ground. But they're eliminating anybody that is a threat to them. And saying that these people are teaching hate speech... And they're t- teaching people to not accept us dear, sweet, minor, attracted persons. You see how cultish and how evil works? They eliminate anyone who's a threat to them. Even when the, the supposed threat, in Warren Jeff's case, <clears throat> the person speaking out and being interviewed, was one of his top bodyguards, one of his closest allies. In this pedo movement, they're gaining power over people and victims and anyone who is a threat to them. They gain that power by having them eliminated from being able to speak out against them. These pedophiles, these groomers, maps, Anybody that speaks out against them is an enemy. Anybody that calls into question, no, it's not right for grown-ups to strip tease dance in front of children dressed as drag queens. You're eliminated. You're called a, a, a racist, a homophobe, a xylophonic. All these things. There's a a brave woman by the name of Ruth Stubbs. God bless you, Ruth Stubbs. She was a 16 year old child bride who fled the cult. After she was married to an older police officer named Rodney, Rodney Hall, who was 32 years old and had multiple teen brides. Because of this strong, brave woman, Ruth Stubbs, this dirty son of a bitch excuse for a policeman, was prosecuted and convicted of statutory rape because he was having sex with girls under the age of 18, 16, literally half his age, and impregnating some of them. Ruth, I already said this, but I'm going to say it again because I made a little starry thing in my notes here. Ruth is a tough woman. And I was watching it, when I mean, this girl was a tough woman at the age of 16, the interview I was watching with her as part of this documentary, was filmed when she was 16 years old, and man, she is strong when she speaks. She is in your face, you animals. Married me to a man twice my age, and forced me to consecrate the wedding with him, and he got me pregnant, and I ran like hell from your cult. God bless you, Ruth. Whatever the. Ruth Stubbs. You probably saved dozens of other girls from a similar fate. This cult's still running, last I checked, but we're working on it, people. So now, Warren Jeffs feels the heat. The heat is on, it's on the street. na na Remember that song from Beverly Hills Cop 2? Alright, never mind sorry so now Warren Jeffs goes on his uh, world tour after this police supposed police officer was arrested with the child bride that Warren forced to marry him so Warren is going to Disneyland he's going to beaches in Florida he's going to Mardi Gras he's going to strip clubs He's having all the fun he couldn't have in his life. His whole life building up to this was gain power over people by having this godlike image. And when the people of the cult, or well, I'll come back to that. People in the cult saw Warren get arrested in com- uh, was it, complicity to commit statutory rape because of the police officer thing, they saw him in plain clothing for the first time. He was out of his, his uh, mandatory dress shirt, nice blue jeans, and dress shoes appearance. They saw him in shorts and a t-shirt with Mickey Mouse on it. And they were like, wait a minute. You're telling us we can't wear the color red... And we have to dress like this, this, and this. Like the the 1800s, if you're a woman. But you're, you're in cargo shorts and a, a Disney World t-shirt? So anyways... Warren still is evading arrest at this point, but they're nipping on his heels. He had members of the cult max out their credit cards, borrow money, sell their newly built dream homes to pay for his hideout compound and temple in another state. And he was building these compounds all over the United States so he could keep fleeing, he thought, from place to place. They did it because he was the prophet. And according to cult rules, according to FLDS, Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints teachings, that were made up by Rulon and whoever preceded Rulon and Warren, they had to do what the prophet said to get to heaven. So while on the run, he brought a new 16-year-old. There was one girl who he married, or pardon me, he brought home a new 16-year-old bride of his own. He married one girl that was as young as 11. There was another girl he started grooming when she was 5 years old. 5 years old. And he married her and impregnated her when she was 12. Now, listen. What do you see on the internet now? On TikTok, on social media? With these drag queens and these woke parents. You see 5 year olds at the drag queen strip time, at the drag queen story hours. What do you think's gonna happen when those kids get to be 12 years old? Now they're normalized. Now they think, oh, adult men having relationships with me and friendships, that's normal. That's a normal thing for an adult male to want to be close to me and take off their clothes around me. Oh, remember the time mommy took me to the drag queen strip show or the drag queen dance party? And the the drag queen was spinning around a pole and I put a dollar in their bra. Oh, well now I'm a big kid of 12 and I'm starting to like and find other people attractive. I'm starting to have feelings and hormones. Now, the older pedophiles, perverts can come in and say, oh, my friend, come with me. Let's have a relationship. Let's be in love. This is the kind of shit these psychopath monster animals do. Right here, proof in the pudding first-hand accounts. This guy Warren Jeff started grooming these kids as young as five years old and then married them in his cult, which he was the prophet of, when they turned 12. Sick freaks. What's going to happen someday if this pedophilia movement continues to gain traction? What's going to happen, is Warren Jeffs, who's in prison right now, is he going to be looked at as the hero of a movement? Is he going to be looked at as an innovator, an icon of the pedophilia movement? They won't call it the Pedophilia Movement, they're going to call it the Minor Attracted Persons Movement. This is sick stuff, people, but we see it happening before our eyes, and we're being told we're the bad guys. So at one point at his compound in Texas, there were 463 children, some pregnant girls, and more child brides of Jeff's that were removed. Thank God for Texas. God bless Texas. They finally nailed this guy's balls to a wall. He is now serving multiple life sentences in jail. He still, last, according to the documentary, was still running the cult from inside the prison. Okay, but let's get away from Warren Jeffs. He was my example of what we as a society are being groomed to think is normal. And if we speak out against animals like him, we're the bad guys. I've shown you how he started grooming children at a very early age. So when they hit, I guess what he thought was when they hit puberty he thought it was okay to have sex with them. And who knows, he was probably molesting kids younger than uh, 12 years old. But anyways, this is what the pedo cult wants to normalize. All right. now I'm just speaking from me. This isn't anything to do with Warren Jeffs or this FLDS fundamentalist Church of Latter-day Saints cult shit. This is just me speaking from the heart. This is what the pedo cult wants to normalize. They want us to accept grown-ups having sex with children. That's why the youngest generation of cho- the children of the millennials, the youngest kids right now, the kids that are kids of the millennials, are being groomed to accept adult-to-child sexual relations. They're being groomed to accept that it's okay for adults to dance around erotically, exotically. It used to be called being a stripper, an exotic dancer, whatever. But they're being these little kids who are the sons and daughters of the millennial generation are being groomed to think that It's okay for an older man to find me attractive and gyrate and dance and me to touch them and them to touch me. Look at these drag queen strip shows that are happening. If I took a five-year-old into a, a supposed gentleman's club, which I outgrew the gentleman's club circuit a long time ago, Because I, I'm not gonna allow myself to go to hell. I'm not gonna allow myself to be dragged down into that lifestyle and I'm not perfect, but there was times when I yes went to strip clubs gentlemen's clubs But I got away from that through the grace of God But if I took a five-year-old child to a strip club and let him Well, most of the strippers have five-year-old sons, so they would probably kick my ass, but odd their morality, but yes, even strippers have more morality than pedophiles. If I took a five-year-old child to a a strip club and let him put a dollar in a stripper's G-string or garter belt or bra, I would be arrested and so would she. But if you call yourself a drag queen and you're a man dressed as a woman, you can, according to some people, you can gyrate and strip in front of children and their parents will even let them put dollars in your underoos. Oh, heaven help me. Uh, You know, I bought myself a lead umbrella the other day. Oh, an umbrella made out of lead it's heavy as heck but I'm getting strong 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 like ox cause I'm getting ready for the fiery sulfur to rain from the sky any day now that's how bad this world's getting so they're doing this with drag queen strip shows drag queen story hours they want us to call child predators minor attracted persons and they say, oh, there's a difference in someone that's attracted to minors and a pedophile. No, a minor-attracted person as a pedophile it just hasn't been caught yet. Sick freaks. It's all an attempt to normalize, normalize it now, legalize it later. I've told you these far-extreme liberals are very methodical. They fight their battles slowly. It's, it's all an attempt to normalize and then legalize what monsters like Warren Jeffs did to kids. That's the whole point of this recap of this documentary. That's the whole point of this 45 minute spiel I've been on. It, all of this stuff we're seeing in society is an attempt to normalize and legalize what these monsters like Warren Jeffs did to kids. I already mentioned Jamie Michelle and Gays Against Groomers. She uh, is a gay woman who feels that the Pride movement has been hijacked and psych- uh, hypersexualized. Um, that's one group that's fighting back against this. Uh, obviously, your local Christian churches should be fighting against this. Uh, normalization and legalization of pedophilia. So, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. God bless y'all. Pray for one another. We'll see you next time on Panic Attack with Big John.